Inside the Healing Room with Evangeline Hemrick. Hey, my friends. How is everyone doing out there? So we're pretty far into this global reset as I'm recording this, and it's been quite an opportunity for me to be creative and express myself in in new ways and enjoy being in the sunlight, that's for sure. I've had a lot more sunshine. And I'm just wondering how things are for you right now. I just wanted to take a moment to recognize that we're all having very different experiences and some of those are really uncomfortable and some are very expansive. But I noticed that it is a time where people are opening up to possibilities and taking a look at things that have possibly intrigued them for a long time that they haven't really had a chance to delve into. And that's what I want to talk to you guys about today. I'm noticing a huge shift with clients of mine that maybe they always came in just for body work and they really weren't interested or at least didn't express an interest in energy healing, energy work. I'm noticing a big change in that. And I'm wondering if you guys out there are seeing people becoming more aware, more awake, and interested in taking the time, since we actually have it, to learn how to take better care of themselves. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. And since I'm seeing that, I'm seeing a lot more people ask me about, well, what is energy healing and how can I do it? And how do remote sessions work? And what the heck is it anyway? You know, what is energy work? I'm getting a lot of questions like that. And I love that. That's very exciting to me to see people waking up to the possibilities of what we have access to in our own energetic field. So that's exciting. And some people are meditating more. And if you're into meditation, or if you just want a tour guide and somebody to kind of hold your hand and be there with you. I am finally having the time and I'm so excited about this. I'm creating guided meditations on my Patreon site. So at the $5 a month tier, you can join my meditation club and there'll be at least two downloadable meditations a month at that membership tier. And there's also, um, there's several different ways that you can support the show on Patreon. Um, There's even a $2 a month tier and you get lots of exclusive downloads and um, access only podcasts that are only available to Patreon members, special interviews, things like that. So I hope that you would check out my Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N slash Evangeline Hemrick. There's a lot of good stuff there for you. So where are you with the whole energy healing stuff? Are you curious? Have you been doing a little bit of energy work at home on yourself or do you receive sessions from clients? I recently wrote an article about how to actually receive energy work optimally. And I wanted to talk about that because There's a lot of different ways that you can work with your own energetic field, and I want that to be really accessible to you. So this is not, this podcast episode is not going to be like that article. So if you want to check it out, 
Um, it's on my website, evangelinehemrick.com, and it's seven ways that you can enhance your energy healing session. Things you can do to get more out of it. And like one, I'll give you a for instance, is wear natural fibers. Do anything you can. I'm going to recommend that to you just for your meditation practice. If you're home right now and you're learning how to meditate, just think of the benefits and the enhancements of only having natural fibers on you when you're trying to sensitize your energetic field and sensitize your actual awareness to that energy, like you want to be more finely tuned. And so using fibers like cotton, bamboo, hemp, silk, let's see, what else? Denim. Denim works because that's a pretty high vibrational um, substance. Wool. Anything that doesn't have synthetics will allow you to feel your energy meridians and how they flow through the body. So there's one and there's a lot of other tips on there for just how you can enhance the session and also how you can make sure that your healer is legit. There's a whole article on that. You want to look for someone healthy who is the real deal if they're going to help support you in your healing process. They need to also carry a high vibration, right? That's the only way it's going to work. So check that out for more detailed information on that. But I really wanted to get to the basics of well, what the heck is it? Like, what are we doing when we're doing energy work? I was introduced to energy healing in massage school for the first time. We had an introductory segment of polarity therapy. Have any of you guys ever heard of polarity? Well, if you're new to like just trying to figure this out, and if you've got a more analytical, scientific brain, definitely check out Polarity Therapy by Dr. Randolph Stone. There's Manual 1 and Manual 2, and it's very easy to understand how the energy currents move through the body and how to work with your own energy. This was a medical doctor. I think he was from the UK. And I love him. He was my very first taste of what energy work was like. And that was right around the same time, you know, there I was in massage school. And I found Barbara Brennan's books, like Hands of Light, that really just opened up the whole world of possibilities to me of, wow, you know, we have all this other stuff that we can work with, that we can use to enhance our own health. And Dr. Stone also, he's very, he's very scientific and practical about it. And that's what I was ready for. I didn't come across Reiki until many years later. I think it was like, oh my gosh, probably like almost a decade later before I came across Reiki. <laughs> and it's got a more spiritual flavor to it. So you can find energy healing styles and modalities that work for you. Please don't get all caught up in one particular technique because that's actually not what's important. These people like Dr. Yusui that was the founder and creator of the Reiki healing method, which a lot of people hear about, but all Reiki means, okay, is universal life force energy. 
It's just life force energy. Like that's what Reiki means when you put those two Japanese words together. So yes, it has a lot of Tibetan Buddhist origins, but Dr. Yusui just meditated. He meditated by a waterfall and he got clear and he got some downloads basically on the awakening of the energy body of like, wow, okay, we have this. Well, we know that that's been going on all through the ages in every culture, in every indigenous people all through time. There are awakenings to the energy body. There's teachings about, you know, if you go to Egypt or Native American, Mayan, Hawaiian, there's all these teachings about the same stuff because it's just our own body. It's our own energetic anatomy. So my advice to you is try to find a modality and a way to start that appeals to you. You can go way more scientific. There's even an energy healing modality called Healing Touch that was created for nurses. So it's used in the medical community. So you can get as spiritual about it or as practical and technical about your own energetic field as you want to. You just have to find what resonates with you and what's fun to work with and how you like to learn. So those are some for you to check out. There's polarity therapy, there's Reiki, healing touch, and that's, it's just scratching the surface. I mean, there's so many different modalities. I could go on and on with that. But what is it? Okay. The easiest way I can help people to understand working with their own energy is think about acupuncture. Most people can relate and identify with acupuncture. All right. There are these acupuncture meridians or What that word actually means, if you translate it down, is a little river. So there's little rivers of energy that run all through the human body. Where those rivers intersect become what we call power centers or chakras. But what you're doing when you place your hands on someone or even have your hands over their body and don't touch their body, you are working and connecting with that circuitry where heaven and earth pass through the human body in these currents, in these little rivers of energy. Where you have those intersecting points, you get major and minor chakras. So that's how I can explain it to you in the most simplified form. And what's happening with um, energy work, energy healing, is that someone is actually connecting in with that field. That someone could be you. Because you can do energy work on yourself just as well as anyone can do it on you. But someone is putting intention toward balancing, clearing, and basically just paying attention to those currents to see how does the energy flow through you? How does frequency and vibration and current of energy manifest in your body? Are there blockages? Are there certain areas of your body where there's more energetic flow than other areas of the body? These are the things that I'm looking at and feeling when someone's on the table. From there, it gets more and more complex and developed because our energy fields are like these Russian dolls of layers. 
if you've ever seen one of those Russian dolls, how you keep, it keeps unfolding. There keeps being another little doll inside. That's how our energy field is layered, where we actually have one layer that is specifically for the template and blueprint of our physical body. So there's a layer of energy that is like a grid work for how the physical body is structured. That's where we work if there's been damage, like say there's been a wound or a broken bone, that energy field actually gets compromised in that area. So we want to look at that beautiful grid work of light that makes up the physical body. From there, you have a level that is strictly your emotions as energy and how that affects the physical body. This can look like beautiful color, swirling color, shapes, patterns. And then you have an entire area of your body, of your energy body that is your thoughts. So you know how we're always talking about how our thoughts are affecting our physical body and they're affecting our vibration and our mood. Yep, they actually live on a layer of your energetic field. So I'm only going to go that far. That was just to layer number three. But if you want more information on that, I have lots of classes on energy awareness and how you can learn to work with your own energetic anatomy. So that's what someone is working with if you're on the table. Now, for you on your end, if you're laying there receiving, it could just be relaxing. It could be full of sensations and the person might not even be touching you, but you could have a ton of sensation, even physical pain, tingles, changes in temperature as that person starts to work in your energetic field. I think that's one of the neatest, craziest, and most shocking aspects of getting energy work is how physical it can feel. There's been... (laughs) There's been so many times for me that I've been receiving and on the table and pain, like all of a sudden pain where there was no pain before when something has been accessed, something that is ready to release. When that happens, people might have a lot of questions. I always tell people while they're receiving energy work that they can be completely free to ask me questions, tell me when things change, tell me if they have a change in sensation, but I might not talk for a while. I might be really focused on a particular level of their energetic field, or I might be really focused on one of their organs from a medical intuitive perspective. So if I'm in one of those really deep states I just, I tell them like they are free to talk to me anytime they want, but I might not talk for a little while. So what all can happen? You name it. You can have a memory flashback from being a little kid and that's not random because as you're getting energy work, certain memories and trauma and experiences that have been stored in the body will come up and it will come up to be dealt with. So that can happen. And sometimes people are afraid of that, but I just say, listen, the more you do this, the more you either receive energy work or you do energy work on yourself, 
the further you get into who you are and it becomes more comfortable and it won't be scary for very long. If it is scary in the beginning, that's what we're all about, you know, uncovering what's scary so that we can get to the real, to get to us and to move past our fears. That's what I love about energy work. But you could also get a session and get off the table and be like, okay, that was relaxing. You know, I had some, some mild little sensations. What I want you to realize about energy healing is that the effects and the work do not stop when you get up off the table or you stop meditating. The energy work that you do is like you set in place a ripple. You set in place a change in the pattern and you've got two weeks, two good weeks, 10 to 14 days that you can expect to feel different changes taking place in your energy body that will affect your physical body. So just know that that the work is not done when you leave the session. As a matter of fact, the work is kind of just starting because you're starting to clear out and make positive shifts. This can be uncomfortable too. People can get energy work and it can unleash things that maybe they haven't dealt with for years. And I want you to understand that too. Energy work is not a one and done kind of thing. It's not like, oh, okay, I went and did that. Now that's done. I've got that taken care of. <laughs> oh, no. The reason I really like to teach about self-healing is that I don't feel like one session of energy healing is going to do a whole lot. It might be a great catalyst, and it's always a good idea to have support when we're making changes. But minding and cultivating and managing your own energetic field is an inside job. You can go to an energy healer and you can definitely benefit from having that support of someone being able to look at your blind spots and clean up and remove connecting cords, psychic cords that you have to other people that are draining your energy. That's a big one that I work with a lot is people come in and they are so drained by all the other people that they're carrying around with them and they need to learn how to offload some of that energy. But here's the thing. It's very limiting to me and disempowering if they feel like they have to come see me every time they've been around a bunch of people and they've taken on a lot of energy. That's not teaching a man to fish as the story goes. That's the empowerment. If I show them how to clear their own energy, I feel like I've really done something worthwhile because we're going to continue to interact and we're going to continue to be around other human beings, which is a good thing. And there's nothing wrong with, with cleaning out the energy of others that we've taken on. That's a natural part of the human process. That's like weeding a garden. A garden isn't supposed to not have weeds. So that's what I wanted to tell you guys. The goal of receiving energy work from a professional should be to learn how to do that work on yourself. And then you've always got the support and guidance of someone that you can go to, but they are not the main healer of your life. You are the healer of your life. And that's what I really wanted to 
share with you guys today and just be excited about because I'm going to be offering lots of ways that you can continue to cultivate that relationship with your energetic field. But where do you start? You can just start by simply quieting down in meditation. Meditation is the best way for you to get in touch with this beautiful, sophisticated technology that you have access to at all times that can help you heal. Your energy field can help offset and diffuse these harmful frequencies that are being rolled out right now and coming at us. A lot of people are very afraid about 5G. And that's why I really wanted to be talking about the energy field because you have something. You have something to work with that you can strengthen that can help you tremendously in life, in all of your relationships, in your effectiveness, in your boundaries. And the best way to start when you're meditating is to simply imagine what your energy field feels like to you right now. Does it feel strong? Does it feel like a strong force field all around your body? And I'm talking above your head, below your feet, to the side, to the back, to the front, all around. Notice it. Use your imagination as the healing tool that it is and see what it feels like. If some angles or sides of that energetic field feel weaker, because our fields get compromised, they get compromised all the time. So that's an easy way to start accessing the energy field. Use your imagination. God gave you an imagination for a reason, for a very specific reason to create and to heal. And so don't discount that. And especially in these times where you might have more time to yourself, no better time to learn how to be your own healer than right now. So that's what I wanted to just share with you amidst caregiving. I'm in the middle of caregiving for um, an elderly loved one that I love, and that's really teaching me a lot. It's very, it's very tender and it's very sacred and sad and beautiful all at the same time. So that's been taking up a lot of my time, but I have been doing a lot of interviews that I'm Super excited to share with you guys later. The interviews just end up taking way more of my time to put out because I think I get really geeked out and in my head about wanting it to be so good. You know, like, I don't know why. Like, if it's me, I can lay down a track. I can live to drive and share it with you guys. And I feel fine about that. But it's funny how the creative process just continues to grow me that as I do these interviews, like, they just, they take a lot more time and they take a lot more work. And I really, I really try to polish them up and make them something that the person that honored me by coming on my show can be, can be proud of too. But it's been fun because amidst um, family and learning how to grow food, I've been gardening and also um, taking care of my loved one. I've been, you know, working on these interviews and also really wanting to get back with you guys and say more. So this was just an early morning thought that I was like, man, I you know, really want to talk to you guys about the energy field too. I want to talk to you about how to find the right healer for you. I truly feel like if you set an intention with your heart and if you put that call out, 
the right person to support you in your healing journey will come. So just pay attention to that. And we're all really different. We all have different gifts and abilities that we bring to healing sessions. So that's why there's just no competition in the world of energy work and healing because the frequency that you need, the frequency that someone else holds, like say they're very good at being grounded or they're very good at being spiritually connected. That particular frequency combination when it comes together with yours, there's this synchronistic harmony that happens, a true vibrational harmonization that cannot happen with any other two people. So when you are working with a really good energy healer, something is happening in that session that is so unique and so special, no one else could offer it and no one else could receive it but you two. And it's a two-way benefit too. The other thing that I want to say to practitioners who might be interested, like maybe you want to broaden your skill set and your offerings and learn a little bit more about energy healing. Oh my gosh, it is such a two-way benefit. It is so symbiotic and win-win because it is not depleting. The therapist practitioner is actually receiving a healing session at the same time. Their meridians are getting cleared out. They are becoming stronger, cleaner, and healthier in their energetic field just from doing the work. So talk about win-win because clients will ask me, they're like, oh gosh, are you so depleted after you cleared all that out of my chakra or whatever? And I'm like, no, quite the opposite. I'm actually feeling energized and charged up and amazing after doing a session. So that's something too for you therapists, practitioners out there, if you want to look into offering energy healing as a modality, think about your practice and think about if your practice is more on the clinical side or is it more on the spiritual side. You can find an energy healing modality that fits you. It doesn't have to be like me. It doesn't have to be like anyone else. It gets to be this gorgeous vibrational representation of you that is extremely useful to the people that you see and serve. So just a few things I wanted to suggest. Keep tuning into your energetic field. Keep staying open to how you can grow and how you can learn to heal yourself because that's where it's at. And this is where we're going. We're able to connect more with nature right now and see the benefits of maybe some changes that needed to happen for a long time in our schedules, our lives, and our relationships. So I hope all of you out there are healthy and well. Please check out the meditations on my Patreon page and keep on healing. Mm -hmm.